All right, welcome to the Open Door Chess Podcast. I am your host, Billy, and today we're talking about how to move the chess pieces. So if you're somebody who is just starting your chess journey or you're somebody who has not played in years, um, we are going to get started today, get you moving the pieces, get you out there and checkmating, or one step closer at least, to checkmating your opponents. Um, So let's look at it. Okay, so the first piece we're going to look at is the rook, and the rook is the piece that looks like a castle on your board. Uh, So the rook can move vertically and horizontally as far as it wants to go, um, or as far as you want to move it, so long as it's not blocked by other pieces, whether that's your pieces or your opponent's pieces. So if you've got a rook in the middle of the board, that rook can go all the way up, it can go all the way down, it can go all the way to the left or all the way to the right in one move. Um, If you've got a piece in the way, it cannot jump over pieces, but it can go forward and backwards. So that's its regular movement. Its capture is the same way. So if you've got a piece, let's say you've got an opponent's piece in line with that rook, it cannot jump over pieces, but it can capture any piece that it's in line with, okay? So long as, again, it's not blocked by other pieces. Okay, the next piece we're going to look at is the bishop, and it's the exact opposite of a rook. And the bishop is the the long kind of pointy piece um, on your board, and that is a piece that moves diagonally. So our rook only moved vertically and horizontally in straight lines. Our bishops move um, in slants across the board. So when you start the game, you've got a light bishop and you've got a dark bishop. And the bishops um, always are going to stay on the color that they start on. And um, as you move this piece, you have to make sure that you're in the same diagonal um, and you don't switch diagonal. Sometimes I see beginner players grab the bishop, try and make a move across the board, and they end up in a different line than what they started with. So just make sure you are in the same line as you move this piece. But for movement's sake, if you've got a bishop in the middle of the board, you can move that as far as you want along that slant, up, down, top left, or bottom right. Does that make sense? So for movement's sake, it can go as far as it wants to go, same as the rook, so long it's not blocked by other pieces. Um, and it captures in the same way. So if you've got an opponent's piece in line with this bishop, you can capture it if you're not jumping over pieces or things like that. Okay, the next piece is really most people's uh, favorite piece, and this is the queen, and the queen is um, OP, overpowered, okay? The queen can move like a rook and a bishop combined. So the queen can both move vertically and horizontally, forward or backwards, Um, it cannot jump over pieces though, just like the rook and the bishop, but it can also move, um, in addition to vertically and horizontally, it can move in slants just like the bishop. So if you've got a queen in the middle of the board, that queen can go all the way up, all the way down, all the way left, all the way right, but also move on the diagonal slants in either direction. Okay. And the queen can go as far as it wants, so long as it's not blocked by pieces and it captures in the same way. Okay, so our king is up next, and our king is very similar to the queen in that it can go in any direction, forward or backwards, but it is only allowed to move one square at a time. So if you've got a king in the middle of the board, that king can go up one square, it can go down one square, left one square, or right one square, but it can also move in those diagonals one square. So one square, any direction, the king can move, and this is also how it captures. So the king, if it is, let's say, next to a pawn, it can capture that pawn 
um, if it's an opponent's piece, okay? And, and that piece is not protected. That's one thing to keep in mind with the king movement is that it is not allowed to step into danger or check. So if you are trying to capture a piece with the king and the computer won't let you or something like that, it's probably because that piece is protected by one of your opponent's pieces. So just keep that in mind. Okay, so next up is my favorite piece, the knight. Um, I love this piece just because of the way it moves. It's super weird. Nothing's quite like it on the chessboard. Um, but if you've got a knight, um, a lot of people will tell you that it moves in an L shape. I like to say that it moves over two and over one. So let me explain. If you've got a knight in the middle of a board, you want to count over two squares and then over one. So let's just say we've got a knight, you've got your knight, you're looking at it. Um, going from the vertical or horizontal square, not the diagonals, starting from either the square above it, the square below it, the square to the left, and the square to the right, we're just going to count over two and then over one. So if we've got a knight, let's just go left first. So we're going to go left, one, two, and then we're going to go over one. So from that second square, go up one square or down one square. Those two squares that you ended on are where the knight can go in that direction. Okay? So just remember over two, over one. Let's look at another position. So if you've got a knight, let's go to the right this time. So we're going to count one, two squares to the right. And then from that square, we're going to go up or down one. So over two, over one, and the same thing going up and down. So if you're counting up, you can go one, two, up, and then you can go to the left one or to the right one. And then the very last area is the same way. So if you're counting down, you're going to count one, two squares, and then go to the left or to the right. So these are all the ways a knight can move. It's very versatile, and it's very weird, honestly. <laughs> but this is the only piece that can jump over pieces. So if you're in a position that's very closed, or you have a lot of muddled pieces and pawns and different things going on on the board, like it's very tight to move your pieces, you're going to want to favor your knights over, let's say, your bishops, which are more long-range pieces, okay? Because they can navigate all that crazy. And the knight captures in the same way that it moves. So you can't capture squares that you would travel through to get to your position. But the square that you land on with your knight is the square that you can attack. Okay, last piece we're going to look at um, is the pawn. And actually in the chess world, a pawn isn't even considered a piece, which is kind of sad. But that's just how it goes. <laughs> so we've got our pawns. We've got eight of them. And they move only forward in the game. And if they have not moved yet, they have the option of moving two squares in that first move or just moving one square in that first move, okay? But no matter what they do, whether they've moved one square or two squares in that first move, they only move one square after that forward, okay? So they only move forward. Now, pawns are unique in that they capture in a very different way than how they move. So moving, they're only going to go forward. And capturing, though, they're going to capture forward one square diagonally. So if you're looking at a pawn on a chessboard and you're looking at the square directly in front of it, it cannot capture that way, but the squares to the left of it and the squares to the right of that square, it can capture. So just think of pawn captures forward one square but diagonally, okay? Okay, that completes piece movement for today. I hope you learned something. I hope this was helpful. I hope this helped you dive back into chess if you are getting into chess um, after a long absence or you're just learning for the first time. I hope this was of benefit to you. 
If you would like a little cheat sheet to remember how these pieces move, there is a free downloadable in the show notes there. If you'd like to grab that, to go ahead and grab that. Um, aside from that, let me encourage you to um, do some homework on this. If this is your first time learning the pieces, or again, this is the first time in a long time, you can go and um, get online or you can just pull out an old chessboard if you have one. Practice making maybe 10 moves with each of these pieces to kind of familiarize yourself with those movements. Um, things to keep in mind, I would say really practice the knights because those things move very differently. And I would say really practice the pawns because those are tricky to get used to and especially seeing your opponent's position, knowing that your opponent's pawns are going to be attacking you in a very different way. So just a couple of things to keep in mind as you practice. But yeah, get out there, have some fun. Um, if you have any questions, leave them in the comment section and I will get to those as I can. And aside from that, have fun. Um, thank you all for joining me today. Cheers. Cheers.